Hello and welcome to Jerry 2 Video Game Podcast with me, Joe, and... Me, Minchop. <laughs> Minchop. Yeah. It's quite good, that. She doesn't tell me these names in advance. Um, this is Jerry 2 Video Game Podcast. If you are a new listener, you are very, very welcome. Um, this is a podcast where Jerry 2, the very ugly black cat, gives his judgment on a whole range of video games. His employees, his minions, <laughs> Joe and Minchop, we have a discussion about those video games, have like a rambly chat about them, and then at the end of the podcast, <laughs> Jerry 2 gives his verdict. Bless Hi, you. Thank you. Um, now today we are going to talk about a game that we both like a lot, and that is Oddworld New and Tasty, which is uh, a game developed by Just Add Water that was a remaster of a game we both played as children, uh, which was released in 1996, I believe, which is Oddworld Abe's was Odyssey. Was that long ago? It was that long ago, so we obviously didn't play it when it first came out because we would have been babies. No, but we were very young. Very young, yeah. So, um, as I said, it released in 1996 by Oddworld Inhabitants. Now, just before we get started, this is a, have you ever heard of the Mandela Effect? Yes, and I know exactly what you're going to say. Yeah, so the Mandela Effect, listener, if you don't know what that is, is this very stupid idea that there is like a parallel universe where certain things happen differently to our universe and people get almost like flashes from that universe. So the, the reason it's called the Mandela Effect is because there's a lot of people that for some reason have a very vivid memory that Nelson Mandela died in prison in the 80s mm-hmm. when actually he died in the... I think he died like seven years ago or something. Mm-hmm. Um and they, those people, not all of them, but a lot of those people believe that there is a parallel universe in which Nelson Mandela <laughs> did die in the 80s, which is why they're remembering it. They're getting like a flash from this other universe. Now, I'm not saying that I believe that. I think it is absolute tosh. But... Yeah, we, I just think you're remembering it wrong. Exactly. But did we both independently... Now, before we met, we both independently were 100% certain that the game that we both played on PS1 was called Abe's Odyssey. You know what? I never even knew it was... So... And I had no reason to Google it as a child. Well, Why would Google I? didn't exist. I didn't even have access to the internet apart yeah. from dial-up. And I just knew it as Abe's Odyssey. 100%. I mean, we you know, we, we, we got together and stuff and we were talking about playing it. And then Oddworld New and Tasty came out. And I was like, oh, is that a remake of Abe's Odyssey? Why isn't it called Abe's Odyssey? And then I think we looked back at the old game and we were like, it's oh, it's, it's not called Abe's Odyssey. It's called, yeah. Well, it is. It's called Oddworld, colon, no. Abe's Odyssey. Correct me if I'm wrong, you never saw the cover, right? Yeah, I had a chipped PS1. So I, I'm just going to say now, we had a chipped PS1 when I was a little kid, and I think the disc we had was just white, and it just said Aves Odyssey written okay, on it. Okay, well, I, I did have the actual disc. Do you still have it? Because that's probably um, worth about the, 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 a fortune now, probably the same time no, with the press of small house. it wasn't actually mine, it was, oh, um, okay. it was my bro bros, um, and I think he still has it, to be fair. Yeah. Um, whether it works or not is a different question. But I think it might be part to, partly due to the cover, because... Well, I suppose that's not really the case for you, but for me, yeah, it's got Abe on the front, and then it, it says Abe's Odyssey, and it's got Oddworld somewhere written on it as well. Yeah, I think maybe Oddworld is written bigger, or it's like around the top of yeah. the image or something. Yeah, but honestly, I just for some reason I just thought. Abe's Odyssey. Yeah, well, it's not. It's called Oddworld Abe's Odyssey. And the remake, which is the one that we played, we played it on a PS4, um, is Oddworld New and Tasty. Okay, so that's what that, yeah. that's the game we are talking about now, although we are basically talking about Abe's Odyssey because it's probably going to be a mix of when we played that game and also our nostalgic ramblings Definitely. from when we were children. Um, now, before we get into it then, do you want to quickly talk about your experience? So I've already touched game? on it a little bit. I played it as a wee little child. Um, I was a law-abiding citizen so i didn't play on the <laughs> playstation um played on the ps2 it wasn't mine it was my brother's um and i think i played it when i was about maybe 10 10 11 ish okay some sometime around then um as a hand-me-down and i absolutely loved it i mean i remember watching my brother play it when i didn't have access to consoles and i'd just sit there for hours on end i think it's the same thing for you you just watch your brother playing yeah um and that was just as as good as playing as well definitely um and i would just watch it and i'd be enamored by like the 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 mysteriousness of it and the gro- like even as a child you realize this is really dark yes and it stuck with me like not in a not in a traumatizing way or a way that was bad it just really stuck with me and i felt really bad for it but yeah i just remember being glued to the screen watching him play having to go every now and then and then when it finally got to me actually having a chance to play it a few years later i loved it yeah, I well, loved it. I'd say we had a similar experience other than that I was a little huddle. Yes. Uh, so, as I said, we had a chipped PS1 when I was a little kid. I, I do not take responsibility for this. I was a very small child. Um, and we used to get... Like, we knew a, a local uh, guy, Asian, who ran an IT shop, who was called Bob. And he would give us... Uh, he gave us a PS, chipped PS1. And he gave us, like, a big <clears throat> booklet full of discs. 
and some of the games in there I mean Herc's Adventures is like gold dust now I fucking yeah. love that one of them was AIDS Odyssey and again I watched my brother play it and was terrified of it like it felt like a horror game when I was a little kid like it was re- like you said really dark but the atmosphere as well yeah. just really fucking grim but then I watched my brother play it and then I played it myself a couple of years later probably and really really loved it and then didn't really return to it until New and Tasty came out. Mm. Like, I don't think I've replayed it for, no, probably I, for about 20 years. When I saw that they'd redone it and New and Tasty was available, I was like, oh, we have to play it together. Yeah, it had been a long time. It had been a really, really long time. Um, so it's a 2D platformer. It's kind of like, I've heard people describe this genre as like a step platformer. Are you, I'm assuming you haven't played the original Prince of Persia, like the first ever Prince of Persia. No. Or like Flashback. Or anything no. like that but it's like a platformer that is quite heavy so it's not like Mario where you are like bouncing around platforms and doing double jumps and things like that like Abe moves forward and when you move him forward in this like 2D plane he feels heavy like yeah. you feel his steps and sometimes like you know he, he, he you know you'll stop running and it'll take him a couple of seconds to catch up with you because he's quite heavy and sluggish like he's meant to be the main character is meant to be a bit of an orf like a bit of an idiot yeah. so it's quite it's sluggish she's not the most agile person in the world or my agile uh, Makodin in the world Makodin Makodin uh, Makodin let's say, say Makodin okay let's just say Makodin okay. he's not the most agile Makodin in the world so that's like the race he is um, and Mudikins oh that's it yeah Mudikins yeah and he can jump you know a small distance like he can't leap for age he can't leap really high and if you drop from any kind of distance whatsoever really you'll die which um, makes sense I yeah. guess you know considering he's meant to be this fumbly mess and he does do this little slidey thing where if you sort of run and then abruptly stop he will slide and sort of which like, is annoying okay it's annoying but you know it's part of his I guess yeah clumsy nature uh, because the game I'd say even though it's probably described as a platformer I'd say it's more of a puzzle game I mean the platforming is a part of the puzzle but the challenges aren't really about platforming it's about solving puzzles yeah I think it's a bit both yeah, yeah. I'd say it's more about solving puzzles um, and you, mo- you move quite slowly it's yeah. like it's not like we, we, we talked about Ori in the Blind Forest in the last episode yeah. it's not a game where you're whizzing through the levels at 100 mile an hour no you're absolutely right you do have to oh I got an eyelash in my eyeball sorry um, <laughs> sorry you sort of have to when you get come onto one screen sort of take everything in see yeah. what you can interact with see where the enemies are and then go for it there are times where speed is kind of essential yeah but by then you've already sort of um, you know checked out the area and you know where to go you might yeah. have died a couple of times but once you've done that recon um, you know what to do and then you can go for it but like like Joseph for the most part you can just stop there and sort of look and yeah. take it slow and just see what you need to do yeah, and figure it out. Um, the game is like I say, even the the remake, and I do really like this game. Even the remake developed by Just Add Water, which I think came out in like two thousand and eighteen, I want to say. I'm not sure. Even that feels uh, old fashioned in yeah. the way it controls and stuff. It does feel heavy and old fashioned and and a little bit unresponsive. But that's just kind of the style of game. And I think if you were going to make it more like one to one controls, uh, it would just ruin the game because like the, the platforms and the puzzles are designed about are designed around that he's not. Like one hundred percent amazing to control, yeah. And that he will slip and slide and stuff, and sometimes you'll jump and you'll miss ledges because yeah. you've slightly underestimated your jump. So there's like a lot of ledges that you need to grab, where you'll have to run right to the edge of the platform to jump. And if you even run like a millimeter, bef- jump a millimeter before you get to the end of the platform, you will just miss it. That's absolutely correct, and it's the same with these bombs that you come across quite often. Um, yeah. you know, if you're just a hairs away from, you know the bomb it will explode yeah so you pro- have to be very very careful so that proximity mines and there's quite a lot of times where you've got to get through proximity mines and yeah like you say if you're a millimeter too close to them yeah. so the game actually has quite a few interesting mechanics so there's like uh, well too well let's just introduce the story first and then we'll go over yeah. some mechanics so i mean because this game is i'd say the story is the best part of it and the world like mm-hmm. the, you know the, the developers are called odd world and they've made quite a few games i actually i think that this is the only game i'd say that i have played all the way through i think i tried abe's exodus which was the mm-hmm. sequel but i didn't really play it that much and i think munchers obviously i've never played because i didn't have an original xbox and then i think i've played a little bit of stranger's wrath but not that much i'm i'm, I'm kind of replaying this game made me realise just how good a world Odd World is yeah. and I kind of want to go back and explore it a little it's, bit more it's one of those games for me that I played as a child stuck with me forgot about it as an adult and then saw this remake found someone else who played it as a child and yeah. loved it and then was like oh my god perfect opportunity to play it together and I'm, yeah. I'm really looking forward to playing the, the rest with you now yeah we'll definitely play them yeah. um, so the game begins with uh, Abe who is the main character who's a Madokin 
Mudokin. 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 Oh, my gosh. Mudokin. Uh, you know what? It's going to drive me insane now. Because um, we're going to go back and forth and be like, oh, it's Mudokin. Yeah. And then 10 years <laughs> later, like, I did the exact same thing when I was a little kid. Uh, he is a Mudokin. Ah, Mudokin. 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 Okay, he's a Mudokin who is... I've just Googled it. Let's know. He's a Mudokin who is a... Um, who works in a meat processing factory. Um, and the start of the game... Yeah, you we know, say it works. Yeah, he's a, he's a janitor, I think. Yeah, yeah but it, I don't think he's been paid. No, he's a slave. Yeah, yeah. but he, I don't, the, the weird thing is I don't think he grasps that he's a slave. No. He's very, he's very meek. He's very uh, simple. At the start of the game, he's sort of like walking through this factory with his little mop. The like automated mop thing going... Yeah, you know what? He reminds me a little bit of Spongebob in that he's so naive that he works for Mr. Krabs. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm, I don't know if I made this up but does Spongebob pay Mr. Krabs for him to work there uh, well, there was one episode where that yeah, was yeah I think that might be the case I can't remember well, if, if he does like I think there's another episode where it like, implies that he gets paid literally like peanuts like, yeah incredibly so small it, just, it reminds money. me of that where he's like you are a slave but you have no idea and he's just happy to be there and like Joe said well, he's like he's happy at first yeah. uh, but this this um, this company that runs this uh, factory create meat products yeah. are out of these out of animals that live on Oddworld these various animals that you eventually encounter but some of the animals are starting to go extinct because they're over farming them and, yeah. and meat, making them into products so they go well so the, the executives who run in the factory decide they're going to make a new product line who are um, by the way just so <laughs> outwardly evil yeah they're like giant they all they wear business suits yeah. they're called Gluckens uh, and they decide that the new meat product they're going to put on the market is going to be made out of one second. <laughs> I'm just getting it back up. Madokans. Um, so Abe sees this and decides that, okay, this is the time to get out of here because I'm going to be ground up and made into lollipops or whatever. Yeah. Is it lollipops they're going to make? I can't remember what it, it is now. It's various. I think popsicles things. and stuff, yeah. So uh, Abe decides to leave the factory and along the way he tries to save as many of the other Madokans as he possibly can. So there's like various different mechanics in it. So one thing, as I've just mentioned, is there's all the way through the game, you get a counter of how many Madokans are still enslaved in the factory mm-hmm. and you can save them. So, and the way to save them is you, you can communicate with them this thing, with this thing called GameSpeak, which is really cool, which is where if you press up, down, left or right on the direction buttons, you will say different things. I don't know how they would have done it on the PS1, actually, because the PS1 controller didn't have analog sticks. So you would have controlled the character with the direction buttons, wouldn't you? I think you had to press it in conjunction with another okay. button. I well, I don't know, but on, on the in the upgraded version, you press up, down, left, or right, and you say, like, hi! And you know what? I have such good memories <laughs> of this, because in the original one, when you're on the menu screen, yeah. um, you can test it out, and it will be like, hello. Hello. Hi. How are you? And my favourites are the farts. Follow me. As a child, yeah, yeah. you know, the fart humour was just... Yeah, farting is an important part of this game, but we'll get to that in a second. So you so you say, so you go up to the uh, Madokans who are still enslaved and working, and they'll just seemingly just stay there and die if you don't do anything. So you go up to them and you say, like, follow me. And you can say, wait, make them stay and stuff. And the idea is to save them uh, and save as many as you can. And there is, like, these little portals that you stand in front of and you do this thing which Paul's honestly made of birds, I think. the portal's made of birds and they are, that noise is so fucking nostalgic for me that yeah yo yeah yo yeah yo like that noise I think is embedded in my brain yeah. it reminds me of this you haven't played Age of Empires have you but yeah. in the original Age of Empires listen if you've played this you'll, you'll know what I'm about to say there's these clerics uh, and these priests and they can convert people uh, they can convert characters or, like up to other characters <laughs> to your side and when they go up to them they go wallalo and that noise along with Abe going yo 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 will be in my brain I think until I die I think when I die I think say a car is about to hit me and you know your life flashes before your eyes I think I'll hear yo 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 (laughs) yo no it's very distinctive yeah and you best get used to hearing it as well so you open these portals and once the Madokans jump into those portals then you've saved them and they're ticked off however you can also kill them so if you can you, accidentally kill them. Yes, yeah, so if you lead them into enemies or lead them into traps and things, you can kill them. And I think on the PS4 version, there's an achievement for killing them all and there's yeah. an achievement for saving them all. And the game also has multiple endings. Uh, and to get the good ending, you need to save at least 50, I think. No, it was more than Is that. Is it more than that? I'm sure it was more than that. Oh. The, the original one was 
insane. Yeah, you the had original to... one. You had to save like most of them, I think. We. I'm gonna say now when we replayed it. I think I did get the good ending when I was a little kid, but I think when we replayed it, we got the bad ending, and I think we just yeah. watched the good ending on YouTube. <laughs> but um, we, were, we were very close to it when we googled it. I think we were like five off or something. Yeah, and we were like, we can't go back. Bothered. You know, we can't be bothered going back to... Well, we'd have to replay levels Yeah, and stuff, so we're like, you know, it's all right, we'll get the bad ending and watch the rest on YouTube. Yeah, and we which is, we, we're pretty lazy. Um, but, um, yeah. So, yeah, so you've got the Madokans who you have to save by opening these portals. You've also got a stealth element to it, so you can tiptoe. Uh, so, like, these enemies will be sleeping, because the thing about this game is um, it's one-hit kill for everything. Yeah. You get hit by anything at any point, you're dead. Uh, you don't... So there's you no know, HP or anything. There's no you HP. Just... You, you fall too far, you're dead. You get shot, you're dead. You touch a bomb, you're dead. You touch, you touch a bomb, an you're enemy, dead. you're dead. Yeah, so it's one hit kill. Uh, and there'll be parts where enemies will be sleeping and you can tiptoe past them. Um, there's parts where you can um, tiptoe over near to bombs and then deactivate them. Well, those are timed ones, though. Some of them are timed, some of them aren't. Yeah. Really, but later on in the game, it's kind of like... Um, so it goes from red to green to red to green red to red to green and you have to time it quite precisely to press it when it's green and if you touch it while it's red you blow up one hit yeah. kill um, so those could be a little bit annoying and if you you know roll well you can roll as well if you roll too forward you can blow yourself up so yeah. you do need to take your time uh, yeah you can also sprint as well to get over larger gaps yeah um, you, you can know, hide in shadows as well you can hide in shadows this, this is actually you know what thinking about this right because we've criticised games in the past I'm trying to think of a game we've played where we've criticised it for this where they've done like too many different gameplay styles mm. in a short amount of time and none of it is really done well or done extensively yeah. the medium did it a little bit where it's like there's like five or six or seven different mechanics that are used like twice. Yeah. This game actually is only, I've seen people complete it in like two hours. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I think we took about four hours. Yeah. But it's not a massive game, but there's actually quite a lot to do in it. But it, it always feels like you've done everything a lot and you've got really good at it. Yeah, definitely. And I think we haven't mentioned your favourite uh, part of the game, okay, which is that the main enemy you encounter... Oh, no, before you do, yeah. you can also throw rocks, don't forget that. Oh, yeah, you can um, throw rocks And then well. later on you get grenades, which you can collect, I think it was like up to six Yeah, nine, you can throw, so like you can that. throw the grenades to like solve, to kill enemies or to solve problems. Yeah, solve, um, and then you can throw rocks to distract enemies or you can also throw them to trigger proximity yeah, mines and but stuff. but I think that's about everything but, in terms of gameplay. My favourite part of the game are the sligs. Oh my god, they are so <laughs> freaking adorable! Like, they're these little, I guess, robot... No, they're not robots. They look a little bit like sort of bipedal insects. And they are, like, also... They're I mean, very mechanical. They, 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 yeah, they, they've got, like, machine guns. And they are the, the primary sort of well, enemies you, of the game. You think they are, but when you look... When you delve into it, they're kind of in a similar situation. Yeah, they, they're enslaved in the same way you are, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, the only difference is they do get paid because there's this yeah. cute little jingle that they do that, oh, it really warms my cockles. So it's like, <laughs> gotta get paid, gotta get yeah, paid. Yeah, so you can hear them talking oh. and they're just like, blah, 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 So blah, basically, blah. They, they're patrolling the um, the meat factory. Yeah, rupture farms. Yeah, rupture called. farms. And once Abe, you know, goes on this journey and, and they're aware that he knows what's going on he's trying yeah. to save everyone they kind of ramp up the security and their job the Sig's job is to go back and forth and just make sure that you know Abe's not, not there. there and if he is but shoot they're, on they're very stupid yeah, so like, on, on I think time. they give them very basic tasks like make sure no one is in this specific area yeah and, and like I said if they see you and you're not in the shadow or you're in their peripheral they, they will shoot and kill yeah. you um, but like Joe said they're, they're not the brightest and they are in the same situation as Abe where they are enslaved and they've been given a task and they have to do it. And we've seen in, in little bits of the game where they will also get shot Yeah. if they do something wrong. They'll, they're they just as um, susceptible to dying in like the, the meat traps or getting eaten by the, the animals that they're turning into meat. So I felt really sorry for them. And even though they're, they're technically an enemy, they're not at the same time. It's not their Well, no, fault. they are. I mean, they are an enemy, yeah. but it's just, it's just like you understand why. Yeah, you understand, but... I just, aside from all that, they are just so cute. And if you play the game, you'll understand what I mean. It's just like the the songs that they say when they're patrolling left and right, and you will hear it quite a bit. It's if, always fun, it's, though. It's always fun. And, you know, it's probably like, what, five or six phrases on rotation, but I loved every single one of them. Bah, 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 bah. They, have, they have that cute little song. Where, gotta get paid, gotta get paid. And then if you, um, you know, when, how you've got the controls to make yeah. a far or say hello, if you do that and they can't see you, they'll be like... <laughs> Hello? That is my favorite one. That yeah, because Abe will go like, "Hi there," and they'll go, 
hello? <laughs> like, you you feel like there. it and it will be like, am I hearing shit? Am I hearing shit? Yeah. Yeah, and if, if he shoots you, it's like, um, does he say fucker? Uh, I think they do. And they go, and they laugh and go, <laughs> got the fucker. Got the fucker. And then they do these, like, little creaky noises. Yeah. And the the the, the other really cool, so obviously the, the primary thing you do with them is avoid them or try and lead them into traps and things and like that. And then there is one mechanic that we completely forgot about. Um, I was about to talk about go, this. Okay, well. No, no, you no, go, go for it. Um, so you get this power where you can basically take over their bodies. Yeah, um, you can telepathically control their minds. Basically. As long as you're not in their line of fire, because they will just shoot you. Um that you can sort of like do this thing and then it'll take over them and they'll start panicking and running back and forth and saying help help once you manage to get a hold of them you can actually control them so you know you definitely need that mechanic for puzzles you can't jump with them no so the the game very cleverly limit because basically you can control them and you can shoot so you can kill other enemies with them and you can shoot bombs and things like that you cannot Uh, jump but you can't jump, so that's quite clever because otherwise you could just control one and just try yeah, and exactly. do all the level. But um, yeah, like you said, you can use the gun so you can shoot other slugs. You can talk to the other slugs. Yeah, as a slug. Like, hi, hello. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's quite cute. But then, um, you know, if you do shoot a slug, it will try and shoot back, which I think is quite cool. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll figure out very quickly that something's not right and they'll try and take you on. Yeah, um, but then once you're done with him, um, you oh. can either make him fall off platforms and he'll die or grossest part is you can sort of I guess pop him from inside yeah. so I don't, got, know, I don't ow, know ow, ow, yeah I don't exactly know what Abe's doing but he'll I guess overload him and he'll just explode and you'll just see pieces of him flying well, everywhere you don't know what he's doing and I think that's one thing I really like about Oddworld I mean I haven't played the other game so maybe it's different yeah. but it's certainly in, Ob- in Abe's Odyssey uh, the first one well new and tasty yeah that you the world is really vague and ambiguous it is, and I like, like it. there's this whole like as you progress through the world you eventually as abe you flee from rupture farms mm. you make way through the zoo legs as they're called yeah. <laughs> instead of gulags and you eventually meet up with some other madokins who are free um and they have this all like shamanic religion and there's a part where he looks up at the moon and there's a Madokin handprint on the moon because they've got the Madokins have like four fingers it's really distinctive yeah is it like three a, or four? it's four oh. and there's like a Madokin handprint on the moon and um and there's this whole idea that there's like this spirit, this real powerful spirituality mm. that the Madokins have lived by, and and that they've sort of fallen slave to these horrible Gluckens, these are evil Gluckens. And it's like really cool that there's all this stuff hinted at, but he never goes into that much detail because Abe's an idiot and he wouldn't, yeah. he wouldn't understand it anyway. Yeah, exactly. So like you only see it, you see it through his eyes, and you see that there's a lot of powers at play that you don't understand. There's a lot of weird stuff going on in this world that you don't understand. And it's just like you're right, tough. you're absolutely right. It, it makes sense because Abe doesn't know either he's a buffoon he's a buffoon yeah he's, yeah so he's, he's, know, he's not gonna understand know. so why should you you know um, all we do know that is horrific because whatever you've done you've caused absolute pain and destruction to this slug because yeah. he's blown up and he was like in the moment leading up to his death he's i think oh, if I, I think if I remember correctly as well when they pop abe goes like yeah like he giggles to himself and he it's does. like oh that's horrible this is what i mean about it being really darkness i mean like you think at the start of the game you find out that that you know the factory they work at is going to cannibalize well i suppose not cannibalism because they're not the same species but they're no. going to meet mash these little cute little aliens they go hi how are you they're far. employees basically they're going to mash them up and, and eat them and that's fucking dark and when you're going through the factory rupture farms it's called the factory at the start and this is the first environment the you first environment you're in you see like horrible bloody meat grinders yeah. and you know like slaughterhouse equipment and stuff that's covered in caught in blood it's really gross yeah and then you just see like every so often a chunk of meat will fall down and it'll just like get I guess hacked with these horrific looking blades yeah, and you'll you just see like bits of uh, meat and blood everywhere and if you fall down or if you get hit by them you, you literally see the chunks of of Abe just I know, flying, flying into pieces. And, and as a little kid, I mean, nowadays it looks quite tame and sort of pulpy. But as a little kid, that was fucking terrifying. Yeah. That I was think, really visceral. I think I was just a little bit like... I was just playing Crash Bandicoot. I was confused by the fact that I was like, oh, it's a cute game. No, yeah. it's not. No, it's, it's not. kind of cute. No, it's not. Yeah, it really <laughs> is like that dark, cute yeah. thing. Uh, but yeah, that, that reminds me actually, you're saying, so yeah, there's quite a lot of parts where like you'll have machinery chopping and a lot of the puzzles in the game a lot of the early puzzles especially are just about timing it's just like you've got to time your jumps and things like that to get through which can be difficult because as I said the controls aren't one to one fully responsive and the amount of times you slide off and die and fall into machinery is annoying this game however I looked this up the original game only had designated checkpoints 
Yeah. Uh, so you and the checkpoints weren't that forgiving. No. So you could get through quite a bit of the game and then die and have to start again. This game has a quick save function. That means you can just save whatever you want. So you do you do still have checkpoints. Yeah, you do still have checkpoints. So if you fuck yourself over, you can just order checkpoint. But you can quick save at every step. So you can make you can make an inch of progress, quick save, make another inch of progress, quick save, make another inch of progress. Yeah. Makes it far easier. However. We didn't find out about that feature until we were oh, about seventy percent of the way through and the game. The reason why we didn't is because because we played it as little yeah. kids, we were like, "Well." I mean, it was on the menu. I just don't think either of us even paid attention you to it. You know what? It is it is literally right there. Yeah, it the says start. resume, quick save, quick load. This is not um, taking a dig at no. the developers. This is our own stupidity. We I think we it. just assumed because we played the original and we were playing it and going, "Fucking hell, this is so hard!" It's oh my god, because so, yeah, so the game is it's not an easy game. Like it, it is challenging. Yeah, you know? we, we were playing Death for Death as well. Yeah, um, it's a challenging game. So we're playing Death for Death, which is where like, I die, pass the control yeah. to Minchop. She dies, pass the control back. But we were like, fucking hell, these checkpoints are so unforgiving. Oh, my God. And it was like, oh, we, we could have quick saved at any point. So, actually, the last quarter of the game was way easier than yeah, the rest of it for so, us. So, you know, even though the controls aren't the best, yeah. uh, I guess it made up for it without changing it too much with the quick save, which, you know what? Thinking about it, it was way easier and way less frustrating as a child yeah. this time around. And uh, you know what? Props to them. I mean, yeah. they did what they've done is they've gone, all right, so the checkpoint system was a bit unforgiving. At the time, it was more acceptable, but now it's a bit unforgiving and frustrate people. So let's solve it. Yeah. And I, I totally commend them for that. And and I've seen, I remember when it came out, some people complained about it, saying, oh, it makes it again too easy. My pink, my option is just, okay, then don't use it. Yeah, I was If you want that. the original experience, just do what we did and play the game yeah, without I, the quick save. I never understand when people complain about having more. Yeah. That you don't like more optional things because it's like you said, if you don't like it, just don't. Use I'm going to be very controversial now because I know that this is an argument that people get really, really angry about. Yeah. But like Dark Souls, again, I I've tried to play Dark Souls so many times. I am going to go back again and try it again. You cause, do it because I am obsessed with <laughs> trying it. Like I've only ever got listener. If you played Dark Souls, then congratulations. But I've only ever been able to get in the Dark Souls one. I've only ever been able to get to the gargoyle fight on the roof, and I just can't get past it. I summon. I do everything. I've looked up guides i can't do it any tips please direct them my way uh, i can't do it but um i know that when sakura came out which is a new dark soul yeah. well souls like game souls born game the um they got a lot of criticism because people were like it's too hard to play and a lot of people's brains just don't work that way and they were like why didn't you just put an easy mod in and then everyone could have played it and from software i don't think they even made a statement but their opinion of it is no we want our games to be played like this so that's how it's going to be played for me and people were like, yeah, no, don't put an easy mode in. I won't play it if there's an easy mode. But it's like, just don't use the easy mode then. I, I don't see why that affects you at all. Like, if there is a normal mode or a hard mode that suits you and there is also an easy mode, then why do you give a fuck? I can see it from both points of view. Like, I can see it from the developer's point yeah. of view in that this isn't how they want the game, so... No, 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 yeah, no, totally agree with that. that. Yeah, sorry, I don't want to be, I um, want to be clear. I'm not saying that From Software no. should do it. I mean, it's it's their game. They can do whatever I they want. I don't understand the players who are like gatekeepy, who are like, oh, I will never play it on easy mode because it's like, well, then don't play it on but, easy mode. But, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, hard, if, if From Software say, you know what, this is the kind of game we want to make, we don't want an yeah. easy mode. That 100%, you go for it. I'm not yeah. in any way saying they should put an easy mode in. I'm not saying that I deserve an easy yeah. mode. Obviously, the price of that is that I'm not going to buy Sakura yeah. Shadows Die twice because I'm not going to be able to play it. But you know that's that's fine. You know yeah. they don't. I, they're not trying to get me as a player. I'm not going to play it. Absolutely fine. What I'm saying is like if they did put an easy mode in, I, that would also be fine. Yeah. But for some reason, there's a whole you know. So this game, like I say, you know, the easy way of playing it is quick saving. Well, this um, is what I mean by it. I don't understand why anyone would be upset at having more optional things. Yeah, and when having you have access to. And also, the anyway. idea that more people will play it. I mean, yeah. I, I think that this game... I mean, we played, like I say, 75% of the game basically on hard mode because yeah. we weren't quick saving. And I think that if it wasn't for the fact that we already had a lot of nostalgia for the game and a lot of love for the game, we probably wouldn't have done it. Because yeah, it, was, cause it was quite frustrating. Was, uh, helpful as well. Yeah, but it was a frustrating game, you know, um, and it is a frustrating but game. But it's one of those frustrating games that you can't put down because there are some yeah. games where you're just like, oh my God, fuck this, this is terrible, I'm done. But with Abe, I think because it's so cute, weirdly, weirdly cute. I know it's such a weird thing to say about Abe's Odyssey, but... um, And I think because we had a a lot of nostalgia and it is very... It's a very Moorish game. Moorish? Yeah, I'd say Moorish, where you won't constantly want to want want more of it. Yeah. Yeah. um, It is. It is. It's very playable. I mean, we were playing it at the same time. We were playing a lot of other stuff. And we sort of started it just because we were a bit nostalgic. Yeah. Oh, shall we play? Oh, yeah. so nostalgia. And then we ended up like pretty much playing it all the way through. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those games that, yeah, it can be frustrating. And yes, we did make it more frustrating than it had to be. Yeah. Because we're idiots. Like I will 
admit that right now there are there's a lot of instances where we just miss things of no fault of the developer and we'll find it like three quarters of a way in and we'll be like fuck's sake we're such idiots so that does happen um but even then it was um frustrating but good yeah, 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 so totally. And it's like it's a different it requires different skills from yeah. most games. But it's a little bit like Ori from what we played last podcast, in the sense that you die and then you're back in it. Yeah. Like it's very quick, it's very immediate and dying is part of the game. It is trial and error. There are p- points in the game where you'll die because you didn't know something was gonna happen. Yeah. Like especially later on in the game. And I say actually, to be honest, this is probably my least favourite part of the game. Eventually, when you escape rupture farms, you meet up with some shamans, some Madokan shamans, who give you who give you the power to go and rescue the rest of the Madokans. But in order to gain this power, you have to go on these trials through these two different lands. One of them is the land of the Scrabs, and one of them is the land of the Paramites, which are like two different mm-hmm. creatures. Um, and the this bit is my least favorite bit I'd say because it just becomes like it becomes very sort of levelly so you get like a in this area you basically want like a little hub world yeah and you have to go to these different levels and and grab is it like a light you've got to grab or something you've got to light a torch it was a bell you got to ring a bell and light a torch I think in so each level the bell gives you a tune yeah you do that tune using the you know the farts oh, that yeah. you've got oh, oh yeah sorry the whistles yeah because you, you, you can whistle in different ways so it'd be like do 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 yeah that's it yeah you're right so yeah. it'd be passwords. When you get that bell song, which is yeah. the password, you take it up to some something else. And, and it lights a torch, I think. Yeah. I'm sure there's light. There's a light. There's lights. Yeah. It but lights it's a, that that bit is probably the least imaginative. Yeah. Because and, and it doesn't do it feel often. it doesn't feel very organic. And you, yeah, there is about twelve levels like this. Um, but um, I can't remember what I was going to say about this now. So you yeah, so you're in this land, and there's the scrabs, which are like I think if I remember correctly, the scrabs are like these little creatures that if they're in a big group they'll attack you yeah. but if you get them on their own they'll run away from you yeah and this is again Scrab is it's an enemy because it yeah. will attack you but it's the meat that they were previously using that they've now over farmed yeah that they're almost extinct yeah. so like I said they'll attack you if they're in a big group but if you, if you can isolate them one at a time they'll leave you alone and there are occasional sligs uh, patrolling because yeah. obviously they're, they're trying to hunt they're hunt also trying to hunt which makes sense which I loved by the way because I'm like sometimes you can get a game and you'll be like why is that enemy in this particular place it makes no sense whatsoever so yeah for a sleep to be there it made total sense yeah because they're there hunting them yeah. and stuff and then the other one are paramites which are like I think this is, I might have gone the wrong way around which are like big creatures that will just attack you on site and just charge at you they, they kind of look like um, they've got like sharp long legs yeah uh, and like a, a mushroomy head kind of yeah and they'll charge and hit you immediately and yeah. that that's what about like, where it gets a bit trial and error because you'll jump down to an area and you won't see the paramite yeah. and it'll just smack you before you've because had a chance to respond because sometimes they are hidden in shadows and it's just like oh I didn't see that so you undergo these trials in these two lines and then you get the power to uh, basically destroy everyone on screen at once yeah. so it sounds overpowered but you don't get to use it that often and to be fair it's <laughs> You turn into like you you sort of float in the air doing the yo 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 and turn into like this horrible god well, thing. It looks like a mix between Scrabs and the Paramount. Yeah, it does. Yeah, because when you when you use the power, you kind of have this lightning bolt come out of you, and you get extra arms that look like the um, the Paramount ones. And I can't remember what what bit of the the Scrabs you get, but yeah, it looks like you got the power of them. Yeah, but it's... like he's quite overpowered, but. No, but no, it's but it's it's get, not. You not don't get very, to use that many yeah, times. Yeah, and there's not very many opportunities where it's actually that handy. Yeah, but it is cool. Again, it's one of those things where it's like they introduce something in there, and I don't know what it is. I don't know how it works, but it's really no. cool and ambiguous. I can't remember the point I was going to make about it. Now I've kind of lost my my train of thought Sorry. now. But no, 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 it's not you. I, I started talking, <laughs> got into started talking about the Paramounts, and was like, shit, why was I? Um, so yeah, so you gain this power. And this is a point where Abe turns back and decides to venture back into Rupture Farm. Mm-hmm. And what's really cool is you go back through the levels you came through earlier, but there's like beefed up security. There's also these spotlights we should mention as well that if they see you, uh, no lasers. So yes, you've got to lasers. get through. So there's lasers that you've got to get through that blink on and off. And if they spot you, you get hit by proximity mines, and it's impossible to dodge them. Yeah, um, those were really difficult. So you venture back into Rupture Farms in order to try and rescue the rest of your Madokan brethren, I guess. Yeah. Um, and uh, when the um, Muck and the Gluckin, that's his name, isn't it? Muck and the Gluckin, the main I villain? So, yeah. I think it's Muck and the Gluckin. When he notices that you are there and that you've rescued quite a few of them, he decides to basically try and kill everyone in the factory by releasing poisonous gas. Mm. Um, you have to... Uh, so it's Muck the Gluckin. Oh. Is that right? 
uh, yeah, it's Mullet the Gluckin, sorry. So Mullet the Gluckin, when you when he realises that you're saving all the, the Madokans, he releases poisonous gas. You race back to his boardroom to stop the poisonous gas, and at which point you get captured. Mm-hmm. And that leads to one of two endings. And yeah. one ending is, the bad ending, which is what we got, is so fucking annoying. Oh uh, we were both just God. like, fuck the Madokans. So, I mean, I already hated the rest of the Madokans, because if you know me, um, I do not like... Um, Oh, what are they called those missions where you have to escort missions I, I don't like escort yeah. missions full stop anyway and I'm not saying that this is a full on escort mission mm, it's definitely it's got elements to it yeah so you you don't do it for that long no but the idea is you don't ha- and by the way you don't have to save a single Madokan no, to complete the game to, you can will, just go through the game without it this will be dependent on your, uh, your ending at the end yeah. but if you do want to save them they are thick as pig shit they are, because yeah. it's like okay yes I've told you to follow me that doesn't mean that I want you to go straight through a blender yeah or straight walk through visibly into a threshing machine literally you know? you know right next to a machine that you've been watching for 10 hours straight that has been grinding meat up you walk straight into it you, they'll walk straight into a landmine they'll walk straight towards a slig they are like I said thick as pig shit and it really annoys me because it's like can you not use your brain a little bit why do you need me to tell you to stop in front of this horrendous machine so you know brainless hated them they were annoying uh, apart from Abe the rest of them were just like mindless idiots yeah they were I mean and Abe's not even that smart but at least he's got a bit of get up and go about yeah, it yeah and a lot <laughs> of them weren't even nicer because I think sometimes they got annoyed at you right when you'd I don't remember that I'm I mean sure. my memory of them is that when you say wait they'll just start cleaning you again they'll, like, they'll be cleaning they'll be mopping the floor you'll go follow me and they'll go okay and then oh, yeah. you'll go wait and they'll go okay and then just yeah, start so, so they're the not floors. very bright so I already didn't like them but the ending that we got it frustrated us both so fucking much because when you go through the levels in the rupture farms it tells you actually how many you've saved yeah and we were like oh yeah we've, we've, we've saved, saved loads hundreds. this little abe has saved like i can't remember exactly how much but it was a big number yeah and some of them had died but it was like you know accidents yeah you know? just that we didn't go to a particular secret place or whatever um and like we said we were very close to getting the good ending but we didn't know that we were literally after. about five or ten off it we didn't we? know that till till after but the ending so basically what's happened what happens is the the, the I guess the priesty the weird, shaman the shaman ones yeah. who give you the power are like uh, surrounded by all these other mudokins and they're like um judging you and being like oh well he only saved this amount and they, they literally like start deliberating right yeah saying well he's an idiot anyway and they're properly into Abe who's about to die and they know he's about to die and they know that the rest of the mudokins are gonna die as well and they're just like, nah. It's not worth it. Not worth it. He, he's, he wasn't good anyway. He didn't do anything for us. What did he do for us? Yeah. And they both, they were basically like, start booing. And yeah. Both, yeah, he's just leaving to die. So, so. So they, they veto saving him. They're like, no, not doing it. Yeah, so even though they've got the power to do it, so Mullet the Gluckin, who has us, who has Abe, it, it, the game starts with it. So right at the start of the game, you get a, like a flashback of yeah. Abe tied up above like a sorting machine waiting to be killed. And the ending that we got, he just gets dropped into the meat what? grinder and killed. It is so heartbreaking because it has a little narration of Abe saying, I wish someone was there to save me. And it's like, yeah. really, I can't remember. It's been a while since we played it, but I can't remember the exact words, but he, I think he wants someone to save him. Yeah. And no one does. And, and no one he does. just gets fed into a meat grinder. Despite everything he's done. Like, he was the only Madokan uh, who had the, the, you know, the guts to actually yeah. break out. He breaks out, travels all the way through the factory, saving a lot of Madokans along the way. At least we did. You know, goes on this a massive adventure of discovery, gains Trying his power. Trying to take down a multi-million dollar does, doesn't just sit there with all the other Madokans who, who are free. Because, like yeah. I say, there's quite a lot of Madokans who are just living free. He doesn't just sit with the shamans and go, no, I'm free now, so I'll stay with you. He goes back into the factory where he came from, where he knows that there's a chance he's going to get killed, tries to save all his friends, doesn't manage to save them all, and they go, nah, he's not worth it. It, let him die in cons I know no, honestly the way they did it was brilliant because it, it angered us so fucking yeah. much and it's just like the way it pans over to each of the shamans and they like proper take a dig at him yeah. and say well you didn't do anything for us it's like fuck you yeah, I what, think we what, both you, said fuck yeah, you yeah what are you doing so it did leave a bit of a sour taste yeah. in the mouth I've got to say like I did I liked it in the fact that it was like it suited the game and the game is like black in terms of its comedy and its tone and it, and it kind of suited the game to have that kind of ending um, the good ending, on the other hand, the shamans. I think the shamans called Big Face because he's got like a big, yeah, big so. mask on. They decide to that you actually have done enough, so they all sort of pray and somehow send like a bolt of energy to save yeah. you, and and you get out. But yeah, we got the bad ending. So 
It did, uh, but again, it did suit the game a little bit. Um, oh, and in the good ending as well, just so you don't forget it, um, it does show a little cutscene of Abe surrounded by all the Moodicans. Oh, and cheering him. And the cheering him, and he's like really shy and like doesn't know what to do, and then he trips and kind of like giggles. Yeah, and then he fart so, as well. It's so adorable. It's so <laughs> you know endearing. We haven't really actually talked about the farting that much. So farting oh, yeah. is actually he's actually a really important <laughs> part of the game. Like, so, so you can make Abe fart at any point, and most of the time all that does is make Abe giggle. Or, or make the other, other Madokans give up, giggle, or even the Slinks giggle. Yeah. So you just go, and it'll go, but sometimes it is a password, isn't but it? But yeah, but there's times where you, when you get out of Rupture Farms and you're trying to look for the Madokans who are free, they'll say that password, and the password will be like, yeah. Like you'll have to fart to do the password, so it's actually quite important to be able yeah. to fart. <laughs> yeah, but he's so, he's so cute. Like the end, yeah. even though he's gone on this mission and saved like hundreds of um, Madokans and got all these powers so he's like OP now yeah he's still a bumbling mess and yeah. he's just it's just so sweet like he he's, he's sweet. not forgotten his roots obviously and it's, no, it's, it's adorable um, alright well is there anything else you massively want to spotlight um, before we do the quiz there was a couple of things that were annoying about the game because I know we've been gushing about it yeah it's because again this is a little bit like the Kingdom Hearts yeah. one where I mean I think this game is better than Kingdom Hearts yes. personally but it, um, we are very nostalgic we are very nostalgic and I know we've been gushing but it, it wasn't without its flaws even in the remake they did try the best to sort of rectify things and put things in like the, the save quick save but it was still you know the, the hit detection sometimes was kind of I don't know if you remember the bombs no, no very very yeah very annoying sometimes like yeah you can be quite a distance um, away and still get hit by it or you can like throw bombs at enemies and nothing happens it's like why not yeah or, or sometimes um, like I mentioned you do get grenades and you can sort of fill up at this grenade tap thing um, and it is quite important that you have them because you need it to sort of explode the, the rest of the floating bombs and there were times that it, it just went um, right through the bombs I don't know if you remember that no, as well I remember as well yeah so that, that was really frustrating you know it was quite heavy and slippy and slidey as even yeah, this version. it's not a responsive game. No, like, I get that they couldn't have done anything about that because, like, like I said, a lot of the puzzles are designed around yeah. that. But yeah, it doesn't feel actually that nice to play. I think you get used to it, but like, it's not like the most sat- like Ori, for example, that we played last podcast. You are zipping around the levels mm. at speed, and and, it, and you you can be really precise. This game is not about precision, you know. No, and I know I always mention music. Yeah. Because I think it's quite important. In no, games. no, no, yeah, yeah. But Nave, I don't think there's that big a, tra- a soundtrack. In fact, I think a lot of the time oh, it's sorry. just kind of like background noise, which just, works so fucking well. It, it's, it's yeah, it sort of relies on atmospheric noise and, and a lot of the time loneliness and yeah, I mean, and fear and stuff. And like you'll hear like cl- in the in the the factory, I think Rupture Farms, you hear like clinking and machines whirring yeah, and, and things like, like that, electricity b- rumbling and yeah. things like that. And it's really cool. Yeah, it doesn't need to always be like an orchestra. I mean, no. look at Ori. Ori had the most like you know ornate orchestra soundtrack that got Sound- very very one, one song that got very very dull. Whereas this this you know does a lot yeah. more with less. You know. Yeah, and, it, and honestly, it really really works. It really adds to it. Um, I wanted to ask you one thing before we move on. I know we said it was one hit kill, but Abe does has bird birds around him. Oh yeah, and no, I think the machine do... guns. I think he could see. So, yeah, ah, so yeah, okay. I think you're right. Yeah, so you can get birds that follow you and I think that it means that if you get shot with a machine gun you can maybe take that up to three hits uh, okay, but like the, the bombs the drops yeah. you know the, the gaps anything like that is a one hit kill most of the things oh, in the sorry. game I'd say like 90% of it is one hit kill yeah. and when it's not I mean you might be able to take one or two machine gun fire yeah. and that's it but it doesn't really change the game much that's true uh, but you are right yeah uh, you, you can take a tiny bit. There are these little dogs as well, which are... Oh, Elums. Elums. Oh, God, We're yes. talk about Elums. So, so, first of all, there's these little dogs that they're not used as meat or anything, but I think they're like guard dogs. Yeah. They can be really fucking annoying. They might be used annoying. as meat, probably, no. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, they chase you down. Yeah, they, they're they can so be annoying. annoying. Uh, they will just chase you and not move. And again, the, when the game... There are tough times in the game, actually, where it becomes like a bit more of a chase and you've got to run away from things and move quick. And that's when the game is probably is most annoying because again it's slippy and not yeah. precise it, it, the game works really well I think when it moves at a very slow pace and it's like here is the puzzle okay solve the puzzle in any way you want yeah. and, and you can take as long as you need to do that you can try it out but often the game will be like right you've been chased by dogs now you need to run and, yeah. and that's when the game is at its most annoying because the platforming is not good responsive enough no and I absolutely agree and there's times where you're trying to run and then you have to jump it won't jump it'll roll there's yeah. times where you have to sort of jump from a roll and it'll just like sit down instead yeah and there was so many times where i 
you know, was tried to crouch but ended up rolling into a bomb. It happened to both of us quite yeah, often. It it was, you know, there was just a lot of annoyances like that where you wanted to do one thing, but the responses are so bad that you ended up doing another. Yeah. It was really frustrating. No, 100% agree. Um, but as Joe mentioned, there was something called Elam, which we don't want to miss out because yeah. he was also very adorable. Yeah, he was. So um, it's like this little legless camel. Yeah. Right? No, it's not legless. How would it move? He, he, had, he didn't have arms. He just, sorry, armless. Yes, but camels don't have arms. No, but he had the hump. Yeah, but camels don't have arms. Do you think camels have arms? Not arms, like front legs. Okay. Uh, I, right. You know, I got mixed up between arms and legs. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't happen to me that often. But... Uh, so it's like this uh, two-legged humped camel thing. Yeah. Um, called Elam, which is it was backwards it's mule backwards mule for backwards (laughs) oh my god mule backwards mule backwards yeah get there in the end Um, and he'll appear every now and then and he loves honey and that's how you sort of entice him to go everywhere that's what they look like so I've got a picture of the elam up for for Min now so yeah yeah, they're kind of like they've got quite long sort of sideways heads they've got little little, oh he does have little T-Rex arms yeah he does he has like little T-Rex arms and two back legs yeah and he can run quite fast he can run fast but the main thing is he can jump really really fast and you do need him for a lot of the platforming but um, you'll only have him occasionally when when you're giving him I think there's only one section of the game really no there's two sections is there two yeah and then um, you'll have him for like a chase bit but he's adorable and he wants to help you and He's really sad when you leave him. Yeah, you got cute. very emotional when you had to leave him behind. Well, it's because <clears> like he helped you, and he's very cute in that he likes his honey. Yeah. Um, and he's just happy to jump around with you. And then when you get to a point where you can no longer sort of uh, have him on your quest, I think he says something like, "Oh, it's now time to say bye to Elam." Yeah. And he gets really sad, and he's like, oh. "Well, I was reading some trivia about the game earlier for mm-hmm. the preparation." And I didn't include this, but I read that initially when the game was planned from the start, the plan was that it was going to be about Abe and Elam were going to be living in the wilderness together, oh. like as friends, and and then get captured, and then they get captured and taken to Rupture Farms, mm-hmm. and and then they have to escape from it, and yeah. Abe has to go and save Elam, and they escape together. So Elam was going to be like a much bigger part of it. It was going to be about Abe and Elam together, okay. but then he sort of he's he's with you a couple of times. It's like if you play Crash Bandicoot. Like there's levels where you get like the hog in Crash Bandicoot or, or Luigi stuff. and sorry not Luigi Mario oh, Yoshi, and Yoshi, Yoshi yeah. yeah but he's like you don't get him every he's not throughout the entire game he's only in a couple of sections but he's he's nice when you get him and he's very very cute isn't he yeah he's very cute well talking of trivia I've got a little quiz for you oh okay um it okay. is <laughs> it is called uh, new and tasty or old and rank. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to read you five bits of trivia about Oddworld. So this trivia, by the way, is not just about New and Tasty. It's also about Abe's Odyssey as well, because I thought I'd just combine okay. them. So this is trivia about either Oddworld, New and Tasty, or Oddworld's uh, Abe's Odyssey, the original. Um, I'm going to read you five bits of trivia, and you have to say whether it is New and Tasty, it is true, okay. or it's old and rank, it's false, okay? okay? You get it. I get it. All right. Number one. The Madokan Hand used to ha- used to have... Oh, okay. The Madokan Hand used to have four fingers, but this was changed in the game's Japanese release and the sequels, as in Japan, factory workers were mocked with a four-finger hand gesture that implied loss of limbs in work-related accidents. I thought you told me it was four. Yeah, I think I must have got that wrong. So maybe they have three fingers, actually. I thought so. I think maybe I read this and that... Oh. True. Yeah. (laughs) 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 All right, right, yeah, fair enough. I thought that up. Ding, yeah, I give that one away. All right, fair enough. Yeah, so I'm sorry, yeah. No, they have three fingers, I think, actually. And they were meant to have four. But apparently, to do a four-finger hand gesture in Japan is an insult because it's saying that you've lost your fingers in a work-related incident. Very strange. Number two. In the Japanese release, Abe doesn't have the ability to break wind to communicate. As this was considered offensive to Japanese sensibilities, instead, his flatulence is replaced with burps. So rather than farting, True. he communicates with burps. Aww. False. I thought that was quite convincing, that wasn't it? Yeah, well, because I, I was just thinking, like, in Japan, it's... Um, really rude to fart, isn't it? No, I was thinking more about, like, slurping your noodles and stuff. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. That's true. But no, it's not true. It's uh, It was old and oh, I should have known that you were lying about that, because you've got to think about burps. Well, don't. Or, you well, know, I'm not even going to get into this. <laughs> Number three. According to the game's instruction manual... The enemies known as Sligs have room temperature IQs. Is that true or false? What? Is that new and tasty or old and rank? Say that again. According to the game's instruction manual, the enemies known as Sligs have room temperature IQs. I don't even know what that means. Okay, so what is room temperature normally? 
at 20, 22, 23, 24 degrees. Okay, so he's saying that they have like twenty an IQ of 22, 23, or 24. Like the average IQ, I think I think if you are... I'm going to say false. Uh-uh, that is true. Oh. Okay, what he's saying is they're very stupid. Because I think like, the average... Abe's more stupid. I think so. the average IQ is about 100 and then, so... Okay. Uh, so yeah, so you've got one out of three so far, not doing too well. And that one I gave you. So <laughs> you've only, the only one you've got wrong is the one that I told you. Okay, number four. The boss of Oddworld Inhabitants, Lorne Lanning, that's his name, provided every single voice heard in the original Aves Odyssey. That is that new and tasty or is that old and rank? True. Ding, that is true. So Lorne Lanning, right, is he, it's like Oddworld is his baby. Aww. He's like the director, the auteur behind Oddworld. Mm-hmm. He's directed all of them. Um, and for apparently for the original Oddworld, I didn't know this. He, I knew he provided, I knew he was Abe. Mm. I didn't know that. I didn't know he was every voice. So he's Abe, he's, Muck, he's um, the Gluckens, he's the uh, Sligs, he's everything. They're all the that's same. That's quite cute. Uh, and it's the guy who made the game. Aww. I know, that's nice, that, isn't it? So you've got two out of four so far. Last one. Lorne Lanning, director of Oddworld, got the idea for the game from his time working in a meatpacking factory. He was sacked from his job by his boss, Gary Gluckle, for daydreaming and, desired, and decided to pursue his vision instead. False. <laughs> Why? I feel like Gary Gluckle <laughs> is a bit of a giveaway. <laughs> Ding. Yeah, that was, that was, that was. Old, Gary that was, Gluckle. That was, <laughs> that was old and rank. You know what? I'm going to say you got two out of five for that one. I'm going to say you got two out of four because I'm going to skip the first one. No, I got that. No, I give you it by accident. So you got yeah, two out of four. Yeah, whose fault is that? that I'm sorry. I don't but... care whose fault it is. That's what we're going with. So, so eat shit. Uh, so thank you for playing new and tasty or old and rank okay uh, do you want to summarise yeah I just um, I remember it being less frustrating because they cleaned it up Um, I have great love for this game playing it and watching it as a child I'm glad that we got to play it together uh, on a better console though it was frustrating at times it's very endearing very dark and yet cute at the same time It's, it's strange it's bizarre but I think Old World is a really good name for it because it's just so fucking odd yeah, and I just love that you don't know everything about it and I, I just love that there's so many mechanics in it that you, you use all the time and it was very Moorish you just once you pick it up you don't want to stop um, and the Sligs how can I not love <laughs> the Sligs like honestly I think, I think the Sligs are the most like my favourite part of the game and still to this day, I will quote them. Yeah, we do it all the time. We do it all like, the we walk time. We walk around the flight just going... Bah, 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 bah. Yeah, and like when Payday We played comes this game me. like six months ago, I Yeah, think. and when Payday comes, I'm like, gotta get paid, gotta get Yeah, pay. we still quote it all the time. Um, but yeah, no, I just absolutely adore it. I can't wait for... To, you know, I can't wait to play the, the other ones with you. And yeah. We'll probably need to get a PS5. Yeah, you know, I was going to say, listener, we love this game so much. Part of the reason that we decided to do a podcast about it now, I mean, we're doing this podcast in February. Well, right at the end of February. I know it won't come out until, like, March. But um, one reason we want to do the podcast is that we saw all the stuff for Oddworld Soulstorm on the PS5, and we were like, that looks fucking brilliant. And so we were like, oh, I got nostalgic and wanted to do talk about Oddworld New and Tasty. Mm. But we're actually considering getting a PS5. I mean, there's various reasons, like Final Fantasy 16. Well, and... I, got, I got a little bit down about it, didn't I? Because yeah. it was like, oh, this, uh, you know, we, we don't have a PlayStation 5 because we bought a Series S. Yeah. And also, it's like Goldust in yeah. the UK. It's probably the same. For I everyone. think it's the same everywhere it's in the world. probably the same everywhere. And um, to be honest, we haven't been hunting one because, like I said, we, we had a, an Xbox S. Yeah. But... Um, but when they did the announcement a few days ago about, well, it'll be a while a while away now, yeah. uh, about Final Fantasy VII Remake DLC being yeah, on Yuffie. being on a PS5 only, I was a little bit bummed out. Cause and like, then we also want to play Final Fantasy XVI as well. God knows, you know, that will probably be in 2020, so that's a... 2020? Sorry, not 2020, 2030, sorry. Yeah. So not really too fast, but it's just like, do we really get a PlayStation 4, 5 for a DLC? And I like got really bummed out by it. But then when I saw Oddworld, yeah. I was like, this looks amazing. Legitimately. I, I genuinely, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that would make it worthwhile. And there's other games as well, like Horizon 2 and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, so like, we, re- we genuinely do love it. I'd say it's a weird one because I'm not, like, it's impossible to know how much of our love for the game was nostalgia and how much of it was based on it being a really good game. And I'd say if someone said to me, I'm someone who's never played Oddworld, say Abe's Odyssey, should I play New and Tasty? I'd be like, Oh, I don't know because like it is it is old fashioned and it's certainly the 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 remaster is brilliant. Like yeah. they did a really good job, like just such a good job. It was one of those games where it's like 
the remaster is a 100% net positive I'd say mm. like now that the remaster exists I don't think there's any reason to go back and play the original like no. it looks better it, the original had like still frames so you had to go from one frame to the next yeah. this one is scrolling yeah. so it's it runs smoother it's just better in every conceivable way but it is still kind of old fashioned and stuff and it's, I think it's an acquired taste it is definitely an acquired taste both in terms of the tone the subject matter it's very surreal it's very dark it's not for everyone but all I can say is and take it for what it what it's worth based on the fact that i am high on nostalgia yeah i just think it's brilliant and i loved it and i don't really understand why i haven't played more Oddworld. the only thing i can think of is that i didn't have abe's exodus i don't even think i knew it existed no munch's odyssey was an xbox exclusive and i didn't have an xbox for years and that's it i mean i did get stranger's wrath but i got it for a ps vita that then got stolen so i did play i was playing through stranger's wrath i played through the first few hours of it and then my ps vita got stolen i didn't buy another one so that's the last time i played that so i think you know what i've still got stranger's wrath on the ps3 because i could download it but um but yeah so i don't know why i haven't explored it more really it's just yeah just because i don't know i haven't got around to it but soulstorm i i am buzzing about that i I want that if we get a ps5 we're getting soulstorm Mm -hmm. it's ps plus isn't it as well isn't it is it Maybe I'm wrong about that. I'm sure it's released on PS Plus. The the new and tasty did. Anyway, we'll see. Okay. Anyway, it's not really about any of that, though. That's all irrelevant. In fact, listeners, I mean, I'm telling you now, maybe I'll put a timestamp just saying, if you want to hear just Jerry 2's judgment, skip to 56 minutes (laughs) in the podcast, because this is all just fluffer. This is all just, you know, preamble to the big event, okay? We are the opening boxer on the fighting card. Jerry 2 is Tyson Fury. I'm pretty sure Jerry 2 wasn't born when we played this, was he? No, no, no. He's played it with us since. Don't worry. Has he? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. He's definitely played through this game. Yeah, 100%. How was he going to give his judgment on the game if he hasn't seen it or played through it? But I thought this was before he was born. The game came out before it was born, yeah. The, even the remake? The remake came out before it was born, yeah, but, like, I, I don't know what your point is. Like, I'm pretty sure that, like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of it again. Secret of Monkey Island came out before I was born. I still played it. What, what's your point? You're smiling no, at me I mean, like you're trying I mean, to make a point. I'm pretty sure that we played it before Jerry was That's born. irrelevant. He okay. knows the game, right? Okay. How He's going to give his judgment. How okay. could he get... He's not a fraud. No, he he's, he's been listening to us. He and he's, he's, so, he's seen uh, pictures on Google and... No, he's seen the game, and, right? And he's seen the game as well. He, he wouldn't give his judgment on a game unless he was confident, okay. all right? He's not a fraud, right? You say what you want about Jerry too. You can say he smells. You can okay. say he's ugly. You can say that he's annoying and unpleasant. You can say that he's a terrible cat. Yeah. You can say lots of things about Jerry too, right? He's clingy, you know. He gets his claws out at inappropriate moments, you know. He he doesn't understand personal space. There's a lot of things you can say about him. Uh, but one thing you can't say about him is that he's a fraud. He has a lot of integrity. Right? Integrity is very important to Jerry too. It's like the only thing he's got going for him, really. Okay. So don't take that away from him. He's got nothing if you take his integrity okay. away. Anyway, Jerry too. what was your opinion on Oddworld New and Tasty? See, I told you, he has played it. He knows all about it, right? How would he be able to be so precise... About the meats. About the meats, yeah. <laughs> about all the meats in the game if he hadn't played it. I mean, Jerry 2 basically is a slig. Yeah, you know, it does sound <laughs> a, a little bit like a, a It does. <laughs> hello? Hello? That's how you he know meows. What? He legitimately does he say does, that. He does, he does say that, This yeah. is when he meows. He sounds like he's saying, like, Hello. Sounds like a sleep. But yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if you've noticed this. I think he is enjoying it because he has been going around going, hello, and, and also fine. <laughs> so, so I think he's, def- <laughs> I think he's definitely uh, been influenced that by this That isn't case. even a lie. He'll <laughs> <laughs> just sit on someone, get really comfy and just let one rip. Yeah, he does do that. So I think he's I think he's obviously just trying to be Abe. And I can't blame yeah. him for that. Like a mix between Abe and a slick. You know what? He does slip and slide and drift a lot. He does slip like and, Abe. He does slip and slide. In fact, earlier on, he was running around the, the kitchen, slipping and sliding. Yeah, sometimes laminate, he, he? Run, runs so fast that... Um, he drifts. He drifts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway... Uh, so thank you for listening to this latest edition of Jerry 2's Video Game Podcast. If you enjoyed this, go back through the feed and have a look to see if there's any other episodes of games you'd like to listen to. Fully understand if you don't want to listen to an episode from a game you haven't played. So if you've not played The Bouncer, for example, because why would you? Uh, but I'd say first off, don't play it. Just don't no. listen to the episode. It's not worth it. But if you ha- if you have played The Bouncer, then maybe check that out. Check out any of the other games we've done. We've done quite a few at this point. You can also email the show at jerry2podcast.outlook.com if you've got any feedback, any recommendations for things you'd like to hear us talk about. We will welcome welcome that. Um, anything like that. You can also DM us on Twitter. So you can follow us on Twitter at jerry2podcast and on Instagram. Yeah, you can see Jerry2 living his best life. Um, yeah. You know, cute little selfies with no makeup. Might get his uh, claws out every now and then. Just uh, keep an eye out to see 
Jerry and his big beautiful eyes. Yeah, exactly. Um, very quick podcast recommendation before I wrap up. I'm going to recommend the Skeleton House podcast. Okay, um, they it's a, it's an audio only let's play podcast. It's quite a weird original concept in that you have two people playing the game and then you have the third person who's watching back the footage. I assume and editing it afterwards so you've got like two people playing the game in real time and then one person talking about the game from the future it's quite an interesting twist um and they've so far at this point anyway they might have done more by the time this episode comes out they've done dead of premonition and they've they work in the way through super mario rpg and they've done a couple of extra stuff as well personally dead of premonition is one of my favorite games of all time so i've really loved going back through i'm only about 12 13 episodes into dead of premonition but i've really enjoyed going back through and and experiencing that game through to um, or invariably stoned people playing the game <laughs> and getting lost and, and, and not not like there's a lot of like it's just as a quick tangent actually based on that there's a lot of side stuff I've played Dead of Permission three times now and I didn't realise there is a fucking ton of side stuff that I just didn't do I was listening to a part, one of the episodes the other day that they did where like apparently you know do you remember Freckly Fiona who works in the hospital yeah. if you remember her you go to her and she says oh I'm studying for like uh, to become a doctor or whatever and she asks you multiple choice questions that are really complicated oh, based on like the construction of cells and but things but to be fair we, we probably didn't because this is you know a thing for another podcast but it was buggy as hell so we just wanted to but yeah but yeah. but anyway it's been really fun going back and listening through that as a Dead of Premonition fan I haven't really listened to much of the Super Mario RPG stuff yet but I'd recommend it so go and download that and give it a listen it's a lot of fun okay anything you want to say before we go um don't eat turkey twizzlers they're made of moodican meat apart from that is that true good balls oh god good balls 